I was looking for my soul. Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Tech. So much going on, you guys, in the world, and just what's been going on in my life. Um, we are now at episode 37. I had recorded this episode. Woo, sorry. I had recorded this episode and then um, there was something that just wasn't feeling right about the previous recording. So I went in and re-recorded it. And uh, so much has been going on. So, and there was a reason why. So, all right. Well, <laughs> So this part of the segment is what's going on in my gay world. Let me take a cup of my coffee and my Dollywood mug. I, that's one thing I miss about living in Indiana. You could just take a little day trip. Well, not a day trip, but just a couple hours and you would be at Dollywood. But that's probably closed because of Corona. So, before we get into that, thank you guys, um, you know, DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector for letting us kindly use uh, 53 Christopher Street. Make sure you go down and download that. It's on Spotify, iTunes, and all the places that you listen to your music. So, so what has been going on in my gay world? Well, a lot. So, uh, last week, I was... Uh, you know, Saturday, got up, and, or I guess the week before, so not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, and I got up and was like, yeah, we're gonna go on a bike ride, so I live in Astoria, we ride down to the World Trade Center, which is all the way down at the bottom of uh, Manhattan, and then we rode up and over the Brooklyn Bridge, and then we rode back to Storia, and so on and so forth. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, uh, we had burned about 40-something miles. I mean, we did, maybe it wasn't that, maybe it was like 12, you know. Or no, it was more. It was like 20-something. Anyways, we were up on our bike. You know, just enjoying that Saturday. And then I get up on Sunday. We're doing our morning routine. And all of a sudden, I'm like, let's go out on these electric scooters. So we're out on the electric scooter. And we're riding around. And generally, I'll ride the electric scooter from my house, my apartment in Astoria, all the way down to... Uh, what is that place called? Oh, to my office in uh, Midtown. It takes about 25 minutes to get there. And, you know, I'll just be like bopping along. And all of a sudden, um, I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, but these scooters only have like 10 kind of, you know, you only get a certain amount of uh, distance on these things. So, you know, I'll ride it over the Queensboro bridge and uh and then i'll go on second avenue ride down and i'll just be enjoying myself so i was like well let's stick around astoria we'll ride around we'll go up to you know uh dip mars which is the last stop on the nw train and all of a sudden i'm riding on my scooter like having a 
just having a good old time. And then I look around and I'm like, Astoria's beautiful. And then I f- fell off. I, f- I fell off. I mean, you guys, I don't even know what was happening there. I, I just, I looked and thank God I was wearing a helmet because had I not have been wearing a helmet, my face would have been like scraped off. And I knew that there was something wrong. I knew there was something wrong. So I was like with my partner and I said, you know, I think that we need to, we need to go to the, you know, we need to go to the med check. So thank God I am on his insurance because, you know, uh, and that's a whole other thing. So I'm like, oh, I've got insurance. So let's just go to med check. We go to the one on, um, near Dittmar's and they're like, nope, you're, you can't go here. You gotta, we, cause I'm like, I think I broke my arm. So the reason that I knew that something had happened is cause when I was 10, I decided that I was living in a little place in little Kokomo and we were at this, um, at this little little apartment complex and me and my sister were going to see a movie we were going to see a movie with her friend and i was hanging out with her little brother and we were go- i think it was like the crying game i can't remember maybe it was dracula anyways i needed my sister to go to the movie because she was old enough right so you know, you could buy a pack of cigarettes when you were like 12, but you couldn't go see a movie without a guardian. So anyways, I'm sitting there and my, my sister, again, this is like 30 years ago, like 10 or 11. So I thought I would be like cool and uh, jump off the back of the uh, teeter-totter, right? It was a, one of these big teeter-totters. And I flew off and I landed with my arm behind my back. Okay, but we still went and saw that movie. And I remember I was in so much pain. And, uh, you know, I wasn't going to tell my mom that I was going to see the R-rated movie. So we went and I just, I went, I went along. So anywho, I'm sitting there and I know something's wrong with my arm. And present day, I had I knew something was wrong, so I'm sitting at the doctor's office. So we go over to the other the med check. They do a X-ray, and the guy's like, "You have a fracture on your elbow and your wrist." So I'm like, "What does that What does that mean? What does that?" What is that? What does that mean for me? Like, what does this mean? So I'm like, well, can you put a cast on it? And he's like, no, no. you're going to have to go see an orthopedic doctor. So I'm like, oh, oh my, God, my what God, am I going to do? And um, so I'm like in so much pain. They give me some ibuprofen. I go home. I'm like, like, okay, we've got, we're going to go see a doctor. Next day, we're, like, calling around, 
God bless my partner. He's just an amazing human. We're sitting there. All of a sudden, bam, we're up at the NYU hand doctor. Dr. Graham comes in, and then his nurse practitioner comes in, and I hand him the disc with the x-rays, and he says, we're not too worried about the one on your elbow. What we're worried about is this one on your wrist. Your wrist is fractured. I'm like, oh my God. He's like, and he drew, we love him. We drew, right? Uh, he drew my hand, right? So if you're looking at Michigan, it's on the bottom right, okay? Like a paw. And we looked at it and it was totally broken. So it was dislocated or disjointed or something. He's like, we need to put some, uh, we need to go ahead and we need to drill. We've got it. You got to go under the drill. I'm like the drill. What are you talking about? He's like, it's okay. Cause I'm like, am I going to be like, am I going to be able to be awake? Is this something? He's like, yeah, you can, you can be awake. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, but we need to get you in on Wednesday. So I had to call up all my patients and move them. And I'm like, oh my God, what, what are we going to do? What, what, what is going to, what is going to happen here? So I'm in pain all day Tuesday, right? And then I go and the surgery is at one o'clock. Okay. So I get there. This I never had I in my whole 39 years I've never had surgery. So I'm like, oh my god. So they give you all the pre, you know, the pre-order situations. You're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to, you know, they told me what my bill would be. Thank God I have insurance. So, you know, I have a reasonable, reasonable insurance. So, but I did have to pay and they wanted the whole thing. And I was like, um, we weren't planning on this. So you're not getting any, all your money. You'll get it. You just won't get it today. Right. And they were so nice. They just, you know, we love NYU. So, so I am sitting there and my partner sends me an uber i was gonna ride the train he sends me an uber i'm sitting there getting in the uber listen to my taylor swift getting my mind you know ready they come in we're like i have to go sign some papers my partner meets me there then they're like Richard Mills and I'm like yeah I'm here he's they're like you're gonna go back in the back so we're in the back and all of a sudden I'm sitting there and they're like asking me all these questions do I have loose teeth and I was like I don't know I don't have any loose teeth so on and so forth we're like just all these questions when did you eat something I um, when's the last time you ate and I was like hey yesterday you know and so on and so forth. And they're just asking all the questions. And I'm like, okay. And then it gets to, the nurse says, well, the anesthesiologist will be coming in. And I said, the anesthesiologist, what, what, we're not going to sleep. 
And she's like, oh, well, I'll let him talk to you about that. Let him, what? Mm? Let him talk to me about... So I'm just like, then the next nurse comes in, then my anesthesiologist comes in, and he marks my arm, and he says, sir, we're going to put a blocker in your arm. Which I'm like, okay, good. What what does it do? He's like, you're gonna feel like it like doesn't exist. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, and the sedation. I'm like, what sedation? What we did we didn't agree to sedation. So then, there he's like, well, you don't have to be asleep, but he's like, you probably will want to. So I'm like, okay, why not? You know, if I'm gonna die, and I said to him, don't do me like Kanye's mom. Okay, I don't want to go to sleep and never wake up for an outpatient procedure because you know she passed away. Rest her soul. I think she was getting some plastic surgery. Not me. I had a medical emergency. He kind of laughed. I said, This isn't funny. So, lo and behold, I am sitting there, and another nurse comes in. So, he's like, we're going to put a blocker in your arm, then we're going to do this. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, I'm prepping it up. I'm like, I want to get this thing over with, done with. We're going. So, say la vie. So, then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, okay. We're great. We're going to do this. Another nurse comes in. She's like asking me all the questions. When did you eat? And I'm like, oh, I had a piece of fudge. Like, what time did you have a piece of fudge? Um, 12.01, midnight 01. Oh, did you have anything else to eat? And I said, no, just the fudge. So she's like oh did you have anything to drink and I said I haven't I'm thirsty right now can I have something to drink she says no so then I'm like okay so then then my doctor comes in I feel like a piece of meat he initials on my on my knuckle then on he's like we're gonna see what's happening we're not worried about he's like we're gonna do the 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 rest today and then we're gonna see what's going on but he says I think we're just gonna be worried about this so I'm like, okay, okay. So then another nurse comes in, asks me the same questions, date of birth, who I am, do I know who, you know, wh- what today is. I'm like, yes, I'm fully aware. So the one comes, she's like sitting there going, and she's like, um, when did you have a your last uh, drink? And... Or when did you eat? I confessed to the fudge 1201, right? I mean, I've been through like five, six nurses, doctors. And then she's like, um, did you drink anything today? Um, I said, no, I, d- I didn't. Um, and then my partner's like, he took a drink to take his medication. And she's like, um, how much? Like, girl. Like, I felt like, oh, my God. I've been through all this. I said, a sip. A sip? Yes, a sip. Well, how big of a sip? Like, she wanted... I said, a sip. Like, a... a, It took my medication and a little sip. 
She's like, is that all you had to drink? Yes. I'm not, like, I'm playing by the rules. I don't even speed. Anywho. So I'm like, she's like, well, when was that? I was like seven in the morning, like seven in the morning. And I was like, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, like literally seven hours ago. Are you sure it was just the sip? Yes, lady. It was the sip. Uh, like just enough. So I'm not getting heartburn while I'm taking my ibuprofen. So she's like, okay. She's like, like she was like the, the the guard right at the door. I was like, oh my god! Like it's like you're not going to surgery. So, so anyways, the next nurse comes on, and she's so nice. She says, "We're gonna, I'm gonna be your nurse. I'm gonna be with you." And I quote, "The entire time through surgery," and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." I'm so excited. So I, you know, I'm like in these, in these like clothes and I'm walking back and it's just so nice. And, and they're like, get on the bed. And I'm like, oh, and then all of a sudden, like they, I, I, I had never had sedation, but anywho, I went under and you know what? I thought she was, it was going to be like on nip talk where the anesthesiologist holds your hand and sends you off into like sleep. I didn't get any of that. I didn't get any of that. I mean, my God, they should be holding people's hands, but I guess I should have asked her. I just thought she would have been there holding my hand. I'm, you know, I'm a big kid when it comes to things like surgery, but anyways, so like all of a sudden it's like I went and I was awake and I was in the recovery room they're pushing me out onto maybe they moved my body onto a bed anyways I'm sitting there and um I'm trying to tell the nurse my dream I had a dream I was Elizabeth Moss in the handmaid's tell maybe that's you know reflection of what's happening here but you know um I'm Overall, it was a great experience. So, you know, between then, so I injured myself on a Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I've been going to the gym, folks, not doing any lifts, but, you know, um, I have been doing some, um, doing some, doing some, some cardio up on the elliptical, holding on for dear life. So... You know, um, and if you hear that noise, that's because there's a train going by. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's been an interesting time. So, to the folks over at NYU, I have to go back. I have this wrap on my arm right now. It's a little annoying. Um, yeah, so we're going to, we've got to replace the gauze. But we're going to go back. So, NYU hand, doctor. Dr. Graham, thank you. So, uh, you know, it's been it's been God. So, what's happening in the newsies? Okay, in the news. Okay, so according to the New York Times, um, our commander and chief Donald J. Trump is well, he's kind of broke. He's like, 
over $400 million in debt to, um, we don't know who, but he only paid a total of um, $750 in taxes. He only had a tax bill of $750, and he took out a $7,435 and, uh, and some change. He took a tax break. So his total uh, minimum, right, um, tax was uh, was as um, alternative minimal tax was seven million four hundred thirty-five thousand, right, eight hundred fifty-seven dollars, and he took a seven million four hundred thirty-five dollars and one hundred and seven dollar tax deduction, which left his tax bill at 7 of 50. But there's an issue here. There is an issue with what we are, um, what we're dealing with here, right? So the reason we can't have nice things is because rich people don't pay their taxes. So he's shady. Sorry, but he is. Somebody release that. I have a feeling he might be kind of done. So, oh, this leads. Okay, so the presidential debate was classic. Not even two minutes. Two minutes in. Okay, let's just talk about what what has been going on. Okay, so they have the debate. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. God bless you. She's now at rest. And before before the body, you know, before the blood was cold, right? It didn't even, she didn't even, I'm like, did we um, certify that she was dead? Or, you know, what was, what was happening there? Um, yeah, I mean, Mitch McConnell was like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, you know, uh, we're, we need to fill the seat. But... Uh, Blanche Devereaux, a.k.a. Lindsey Graham, is like, no, in 2016, and there was a huge thing about Obama, but uh, here's the thing. So uh, the Supreme Court, right, uh, he wants to fill that justice seat. So there's this big thing about the debate, and one thing that he was saying to Donald, to Joe Biden Right, is that uh, Joe Biden is uh, not smart. Anytime he wears a mask, he sees him in a mask, uh, making fun of his mask, making fun of, like, telling him that he's not smart, that it's political, blah, blah, blah. They have a debate. It's a total mess. Um, you know, some people think that Joe Biden was wearing an airpiece. Heard somebody say that. And here's another thing. I'm not talking politics with my parents or my family because I love them and I want to preserve those relationships. Me and my dad do not see eye to eye. And it was not until, um, yeah, so it wasn't, you know, until we were sitting there in a situation where me and my dad started talking about this stuff, we clearly listened to two different news organizations. Uh, he has his, and I have multiple. But anyways, I love you, Dad. But we're not going to be talking about politics. I sent him, we got into like a heated debate 
two times and me and my dad are pretty solid. We have some different beliefs. I said to him, I love you, dad, but I think it's best we don't speak politics because we know where the conversation leads. This election is a difficult time for everyone. And we will, um, I just, and this little dig, um, it's a difficult time for everyone. And we will not be able to breathe until Joe is elected our next president. My dad just said, agreed. I love him and we love each other. And uh, he may have some beliefs, but we are going to try to to not talk about it until this election is over. So, um, you know, I'm going to leave it there. Love you, Dad. But the presidential debate, you know, like they're just setting hee-hawing back and forth. And it's just became one of these things. And I'm like, uh, you know, what, what, what is going on here? Um, so it's just a hee-haw, hee-haw. Like one person's going after the other. We're not getting anything done. So the big thing is about the uh, Amy Coney Barrett. And I'm going to link this up. Uh so Trump wants to get her, you know, he wants to get her approved through the system, you know. Uh, and here's the thing. Uh, the If she be, gets elected, right, she would fill RBG's spot. And here's the thing. So there's a couple things Trump's saying is that there's the melon ballots are illegal, blah, blah, blah. We know the rhetoric and even his FBI, uh, you know, the people that are overseeing this are saying, no, that's not true. Uh, and it's funny, Florida is apparently just okay because they're Republican and uh, that apparently is a-okay. Anywho, we're not going to go there. We're not going to talk about that. Love you, dad. But... Um, she is against the Affordable Care Act. So I just want to say, my arm is broke. When I was 10, I broke my arm. If under, you know, I think one thing I will give our um, President Trump, right? I will give him a little prop, is that he did erase the mandate. I don't think that that was the way that we should have been doing this. Uh, but people were mandated to have insurance, and I, um, back when I was between jobs, I paid a penalty to, I had to pay a penalty, a financial penalty. But here's the thing, the Affordable Care Act is actually a really good thing. It protects uh, pre-existing conditions. It also, one of the things that I think is kind of amazing about the Affordable Care Act is that under Obama, it was mental health parity, which allowed people to see their doctor as much as they would see or to see a therapist as they are seeing a um, doctor. And so, uh, you know, there's lots of different things, but this woman, right, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I, we're just going to leave it right there. Okay. We're going to leave this right here. Uh, I love you, dad, but that's the situation. So they're trying to push over this Supreme Court justice, but here's where it gets real juicy. So, uh, DJT. Okay. I'm going to read off these names over here. Okay. So who's, 
So at this, apparently at this event where they were like presenting uh, her, you know, which is Amy uh, Coney Barrett, right? A bunch of people got exposed to uh, coronavirus. Um, our person, right? And I have literally no sympathy for him uh, because he didn't wear a mask. He doesn't wear a mask. Uh, over, uh, as of today, 209,881 people in the United States have died due to coronavirus. Over 1,038, right? Uh, 423 have died in the world. 209,881 thousand people have died as a result not that he's entirely responsible but i wonder what those deaths would have been like when uh if let's say uh people would have been wearing masks right when i went to i live in one of the most dense cities for all the people out there i ride the subways uh ever pretty much not every day because i work from home but I'm exposed to a lot of elements in the air, right? And the thing is, is when I went, and this is not to boast, but when I went to the hospital, I had to get a COVID test and my COVID test came up negative. Why? Because I wear a mask. So here's where it gets juicy. Here's some people that, um, and uh, there's more coming out at the super spreader event with Amy Comverit. Uh, Donald Trump tested positive for coronavirus and he went to the hospital. A Walter Reed hospital. Uh, my opinion is they should give him some hydrocorticoin, right? Because that's what he was uh, touting. Um, and I think I'm saying that wrong. We're just gonna hydro chlor chloroquine. Yes, hydrochloroquine. He was touting and pushing this drug that he is not receiving for his uh, COVID, right? So the thing is, is that he, him and his wife tested uh, positive for COVID-19, girl. And then there's the Christmas tapes that came out where she's basically hates uh, immigrant children and she hates decorating the White House. Um, you know, uh, no sympathy for her. So he got it. He's at Walter Reed Hospital. Um, he doesn't wear a mask. People have died at his events as a result of it. Here's the thing: the Affordable Care Act. So people are like, "How are we going to pay for all this? Uh, this uh, health insurance?" Um, people in Congress, those people get a lifetime. They get a lifetime cover. They get lifetime covered. These congressmen, these senators get lifetime health coverage. But anyways, I'm just going to read the names. Uh, Donald Trump tested positive. He's in the hospital. Uh, Melina uh, Trump, Melania, his wife, she tested positive. And the person who, um, who was the, the infiltrator was Hope Hicks, right? Um, and today... Kaylee McAnally 
She's the uh, United the the uh, White House press secretary. She's on the wrong side of history, girl. She and and the thing is, is that she was at that event. Um, who else? Mike Lee, uh, Reverend uh, John uh, Jenkins, Kellyanne Conway. I love it. Not that people are sick, but the thing is, is that these people were being, it, it really, excuse my language, pisses me off because these people are now, there are people, there are over 200,000 people in the United States that are dead because not that they were listening to Donald Trump, but the thing is, is that people have died. Okay. Chris Christie, he's, uh, he's in there, but, you know, so, anyhow, that's the situation, that's what we're dealing with, and that's what I'm sticking with, okay, so, that is the news, okay, so let's talk about sex, let's talk about sex, baby, let's talk about you and me, we're going to call this section, Let's Talk, Talk About Sex. Mm. So anyway, so as I was dealing with my own injury, it got me kind of thinking, um, how to have sex when dealing with illness. So, I first, before we get there, I want to uh, talk about some common injuries that you can avoid and how you, the, there's like common injuries and how you can avoid them, sex injuries. So, um, rips and tears, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> not using lube, right, boys? Well, and ladies too. Rips and tears. Okay, so, and this is what this says. So this is an, an article out of Business Insider, and they are saying that, um, you know, if you don't use lube, you might get some rips and tears. Just go down to the CVS, the Rite Aid, Walgreens, wherever you shop. You know, my, per I would say get some, get, you know, different people have different, different strokes for different folks. But I would say that's an injury, right? And it's avoidable. So just lube up your, your genitals and it will just help, um, you know, uh, it reduces rips and tears, uh, for those those vaginal walls right and those anal walls so boys make sure you lube lube and more lube mm -hmm. pelvic floor strain right so this is when you your pelvic right your pelvic floor uh down by your groin right um you can cause yourself injury. So one of the things is, is to use proper amounts of lubrication to prevent the problem and also to relax during sex. Sex should never be painful, right? Um, boys and women, right? So some women have penises too. You can fracture it, right? 
So one of the things says is that fractured penis is also common, right? So make sure that you go out and, uh, you know, here's the thing. Um, you want to make sure that, uh, that you are aware of what's happening uh, when you are inserting into an orifice, right? Lube will help, but sometimes accidents happen. If you do this, make sure you go and uh, make sure that you go seek out some medical attention, right? And I talked about this in a previous episode, um, as it, and it can lead to uh, a curved penis, right? Um, pulling a muscle is uh, common, right? So there's two options. You can pull a muscle. Not that we need to be doing stretching exercise like at the gym, but it is a workout. So I would encourage you before you start, um, you know, you want to make sure you know what your, your poses are, right? Uh, breaking a bone, right? Uh, you can break a bone during sex. You can fracture an arm. Right, you want to make sure those services are are nice and ready for you when you're uh, trying. So I'm gonna post that up there, and so that you can kind of feel what is happening here. Um, so one of the things is also, um, I'm just looking over here. Uh, we've talked about these things. You can face all these things, right? And there's this other article that talks about UTIs. Make sure ladies and men who have uteruses that uh, during sex, right, you are uh, you are cleaning out those areas, right? So you want to make sure that your urinary tract, you can get those, right? If you're, you know... Um, there's bacteria in the vagina. There is also bacteria, uh, you know, in the anus, right? So if you're doing some some backdoor play, just make sure that you uh, you uh, are urinating, drinking water, but urinating will really help with that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just looking along here. So I've talked about that. Um, so here are some, um, so I was like going in and, uh, I was looking at kind of different ways in which, uh, you know, how to survive an injury. So there's an article that Lifehacker did and it, there's some tips some tips to uh, have sex when dealing with injuries and uh, illnesses. So I'll tell you what, as I've, I've been a little bit slower, right? A little bit slower moving around with this arm, you would imagine, but when one part of your system is out of sync, it can start having impact on a lot of different um parts of your body so here's the thing if you have an injury you need to plan ahead so there's this article and i'm gonna you know as i'm uh as i'm going through these you want to make sure that you plan ahead prioritize sex as much as you can beforehand and uh, you want to make sure that you're preparing ahead you want to talk about sex with your doctor. So 
That's why I have a gay doctor, so I can talk about gay sex. So you want to ask your doctor questions like when I went to the gym. We'll talk to them about going to the gym and having a workout, but we won't talk to them about our sexual history. What What is off the table, right? Depending on what, what you broke or injured, you may uh, want to kind of look at what what sexual activities do you enjoy? Everybody has their own little toolbox and one of the things is, is that you can get hurt. So you want to ask your doctor uh, kind of what, what's, what's okay, right? And talk to them about what's happening, right? You want to make sure that you're connected with your partner, right? And your body and just to kind of look at what does that look like for you? What does it feel like, right? What, what, what does that look like? Also looking at what is your, how do you define sex, right? So this is, um, this is one of the things, right? So some people, you know, when you're having sex, maybe it's not intercourse. Maybe you can't have intercourse. Maybe your mobility issues prevent you from having intercourse. Respect what's happening with your body. Know your limits, girl. If you can't do a, a twist, uh, whatever, like a, a flip well just do a somersault right like just do a somersault there's no reason to do a, a full twist but do a somersault another thing is is just to keep talking about it right like what's happening with you boo it's important to keep talking about it and most importantly this article says to have a sense of humor so those are some good, good ways. Um, okay, so I found this and I was like looking at the benefits of having sex. So uh, this article posted by Rory, right? So there are people that have uh, different disabilities, right? Um, and there are some positions here, which I'm going to look at. So the first, they said, these are the six best, uh, dis disabled sex um, positions and pro tips. So the first ones is is the adaptive missionary, and it looks like um, it's like on a table, right? Which if you have an injury, you might not want to get up on a table, or if your bed's really high, you can do it that way. But maybe the person like that one looks kind of fun, right? Um, the modified doggy. Well, I guess, right? So this would be for somebody who maybe is wheelchair bound, right? Um, but, and just because people are in wheelchairs, folks, it doesn't mean that their penises don't work or their vaginas don't work, right? Um, but this looks like an interesting one, right? Um, the person who is uh, the inserter, right? The other person's setting, okay? spooning spooning sex maybe you have to do it on the sideways right maybe that cast or that arm right um and then there's the 69 sideways that one's interesting and this the five the sitting pretzel it says the partner in a wheelchair uh moves to the edge of the bed facing away and then their partner straddles them and wraps their arms around their partner. And the partner on top breaks their feet on the 
edge. I'm just going to post this in here, right? So this is more for like wheelchair bound individuals who are experiencing being wheelchair bound. And one of the things is, but it, this seems like a very heterosexual way. The upside down turtle. Okay. Um, that's the, it kind of looks like the, depending, right? So this one, one partner kneels and lowers their chest forward. So it's resting on the bed and the other partner kneels behind them and holds their hips. Interesting. The partner behind can support their partner's weight with their arms in a loving way. Love it. And here is, um, I love this article. As I'm looking at it, uh, foreplay is important, right? Uh, so throughout all these, you know, people that are handicapable, right? We don't say handicap. But here's the thing. There are um, different experiences that people have. And if you're in a disability, you know, if your arm isn't working or your leg isn't working, it's really about knowing what's best for you. So I'm going to tag that um, for you. So, yeah, you guys, this has been an interesting um an interesting little episode. So I just want to thank everybody from tuning in, you know, as I'm looking, uh, you know, I was not here for a little bit because I was just super busy. I've been so busy. My book afternoon at Bergdorf's, they sent me the prototype where I'm doing another read through it, but eventually this puppy is going to be, um, it's going to be ready for the taking. So I'm excited. Uh, it's cute. Um, a big shout out to, to Vince over at Glass Spider Publishing and also Judith, who did the lovely book design. She was lovely to work with, but I'm really excited to be able to decide on a flat mat or a shiny mat. So I'm waiting for the flat mats to get here. So, you know, it's been a good time, folks. So just enjoy, know your limits, right? If you are experiencing, you know, um, where you are experiencing some limitations, know that you are limitless. So, all right, guys. Well, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you have been listening. Well, before we go there, thank you again to DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector. Uh, yeah, so... All right, guys. Well, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you have been listening to Talk Sex with Tech.